Podlita. My goodness me. Oh, we'll get there. Private panel. I'm on Want to wear that top? It's good. It's brown. Where are the bobbleheads? Hey, and welcome to Podlita. That's top model backwards? I'm Alexander Price, and my mouth can get me anywhere. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and it's so important that you use your legs. <laughs> and I'm J.W. Crump, and don't let the red hair fool you. I can be very high fashion. <laughs> Which is fun if you know I dyed my hair red. Yes. We're, of course, talking about Cycle 9, Episode 3, The Girls Go Rock Climbing. (laughs) These are so far, The Girls Who Go Cruising, The Girls Go Green, The Girls Go Rock Climbing. These episode titles got lazy. There ain't no who. No who anymore. Mm-hmm. We dropped it's all the who. Of it's a collective. It's like we don't need individual contestants for episode titles. No. So let's give a little shout out to some Twitter folks this round before we get into this rock climbing episode. Um, two folks that we're giving. And again, you can always use the hashtag pod lead to make sure I see these. Or like one person just at me. That works too. Yeah. I give my Twitter at the end of every episode. Uh, Zoe, um, hashtag pod lead Listening to cycle eight, episode 10 at 1.38 a.m. And the idea... <laughs> Of getting working models who are working merch near made me fall out of bed. Please make it happen. <laughs> you heard of Shopify. And then learn, L-U-R-N, um, added me and said, and just said, hashtag pod lead Too tall, too mall. <laughs> so we know exactly where that person is in their journey with our podcast. legacy. <laughs> yeah. Another great merch item, honestly. I have an Instagram call out. Because we got tagged in a post. Ooh, ooh. It, uh, and this will lead into our next thing we're talking about. They posted a picture of their support for oh. our podcast. Oh. And they wrote, seriously, the only thing getting me through 2020 is this podcast. I oh. really wish I was joking. Crying laugh uh, emoji. <laughs> the hosts are hilarious. And it's nice to pretend I have friends who are just as invested as I am in this stupid reality show. If you're a fan of ANTM, highly recommend it. It's good. It's round. And then tagged all of us. Oh, oh, so many great call outs to running bits that we do, too. I love that. Um, And you just heard Alexander talk about the support. And there's now a way that you can support us for any amount you want, really, a month. It's through anchor.fm. So if you uh, look up anchor.fm slash podleadum, you can become a supporter or supporter just like Melanie, Denny, or Kay. Ooh. You know what every kiss begins with? Melanie, Denny, and Kay. <laughs> you can also find a link to the support in every episode. We have it linked so you can just click it and voila, it'll take you right It's there. everywhere. I think it's usually probably going to be on Thorpe Inc.'s Instagram bio and all that good yep, stuff. And it's all you there. can support us for as little as 99 cents a month. We got some folks that are doing $4.99 a month. All good, and you will get a first name shout out as well, as if you're being chosen for Fantasy Cycle 25 of Top Model. <laughs> all of your support and all the forums it comes in, all of the messages, the Tyra mails that we get, uh, just really make us feel a lot of wonderful things. I'm extremely pregnant; they all make me cry. It's it's so lovely for us. So thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Previously on Top Model, Heather came into the house with model potential. And a disability. I can't believe they said that. (laughs) 
But Mila brought the beauty, but not the drama to her photo. I also love the phrase they used about Lisa and Bianca that they proved to be volatile roommates. Because all they, I could think was some of my past roommates, and I'm like, yeah, we proved to be volatile. <laughs> <laughs> we proved that. We proved that. There's also, we see a little, we, in these previously owns, we're seeing some like extended scenes and we get an extended shot of after Mila has left of the, the remaining 12 and Chantal and Lisa have this sweet little hug and I love them as friends because I feel like they're both nice. Yeah. Bianca gives purposefully bad advice. Why is Bianca playing Survivor while <laughs> everyone else is playing America's Next Top Model? Why are we walking not on the provided runway? Yes. Is it because we're desperate to figure out what to do outside now that we can no longer smoke? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I will say my backup quote was Bianca saying to Kimberly, open your stride, sweetie. Oh, see, mine was almost, watch that butt. <laughs> but why would you, why would you give purposely bad advice and then say it here's the thing though saying it i'm like if you want that villain edit if you want that camera time i get it but to say i gave her bad tips but i don't feel that that's being a bad friend you're not stupid bianca bianca is the opposite of being a bad friend bianca is actually i think one of the most intelligent contestants we've ever seen because i think she is controlling her narrative and she we get a lot of Bianca in this episode. And I think we would have gotten it no matter where she was in the call yes. out order. I just yeah. think it you can own it like you're it makes you a bad friend. It doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah, but it really does. She has taken that camera time and there are so many contestants who I'm interested in who we don't hear from practically at all. No. It's very effective strategy for making yeah. the most of your time on the show. You fully forget. It's it's a full Freudian slip that you forget <laughs> that Janet exists. <laughs> okay, okay. There's this, like, their own little makeover montage with Heather. And Celicia says, yes, let's change you. She looked better before they pulled her skirt down. Yeah. The makeup, I think, is quite nice. Yes. But then they, like... like she can really take a bold red lip. But then they just go, and, like, midriff her. She does not look like a prostitute, like Bianca says. No, but I can't tell how I feel about how Celicia feels about Heather. Not good. Let's okay. Let's let's, let's let's actually break this down. Let's take a moment with this because we know it's going to be a, a storyline for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Celicia contains multitudes about Heather. <laughs> she seems to, at some times, be understanding and sympathetic. At other times everyone's competition and Celicia's gonna win and she's not giving Heather special treatment. And yet at other times, it seems like she's fully irritated with Heather like, and will change in an instant, in a snap. But see, I don't even know how I feel about the kindness because to me, there feels like a real edge of condescension. Yeah, that's how I feel about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, when she says, yes, let's change. I don't know. Yeah, there's a... It's it's very patronizing. A yes. lot of it. It feels that way. And it's it even feels like, like almost they... infantilizing her. Like she yes. it's like I have to treat you like a full child. Well, and Celicia really tends to go back and forth between I have all this experience, so I'm gonna condescend to you, and I'm definitely gonna win this competition. And I have all this experience, but that doesn't mean anything. Get your narrative straight. Yeah. Whereas Bianca's in full control of her narrative. Yes. And it's Delicious, giving you everything. Also, for someone that came in the casiest person I've ever seen, that's gone out the window. 
it's a lot for Bianca also to say, and I know we were just talking about Salisha, to actually say out loud about a person, I think her disability gives her a lot of leg up. Ugh. <laughs> Bianca is weird because Bianca, for a lot of reasons, but Bianca is very meta in how she sees the game of the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, Bianca, what she's saying is that because of Heather's ADHD and autism, that that's going to make her a more viable winner, and that's what makes her a threat to Bianca. Yes. Yeah. It is all through the prism of the game. Yes. Yeah, which we really haven't had someone like that. We've had the This Ain't America's Next Top Best Friend, It's a Competition, whatever, but Bianca's playing a game. She's gaming mm-hmm. the system. Yeah. We get a Tyra male that doesn't make sense, and the girls also don't get it. I want a top model that has her stuff together. But for now, you can all go crazy. And they're like, <laughs> makeovers? Makeovers? <laughs> I mean, it's the episode for it, even though we don't get it. There's a weird line that I don't understand. And of course, it comes from Bianca. <laughs> they're outside not smoking. <laughs> Is that how we're going to say it now? Yes. Yeah. Her outside, not smoking. And Salisha's just like talking. One of the more normal Salisha things where she's just saying actual practical truths. And Bianca goes, I'm not going to believe that. I'm not going to be ignorant like a male. Yeah. <laughs> what is that in reference to? It, it had nothing to do with what Salisha was saying. Is she calling and Salisha a man? I, I don't know. Or the, but but the, what she was talking about wasn't gender. They were talking about signature walks. Walking. Yeah. You know how men are ignorant about walking. <laughs> <laughs> and then Bianca says that she doesn't like Salisha. And I really hope she doesn't get far in this competition. That might sound mean. And I'm like, Bianca, you're worried that that sounds mean? <laughs> that's the one thing that's reasonable so far. You don't like her and you don't want to keep living with her. Guys, I feel like I'm in a fashion madhouse. <laughs> Who is this extra they hired to do a one thing and then vanished away? In my head, it's Jim DeYonker. Good. <laughs> or it's Benny Ninja. This is full Silent Hill realness. Yes. Down to the fact that they made Miss J a nurse. With a beehive. An iconic monster. I love Sarah saying I would love to have Miss J as a nurse. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) I just think, again, as we said last episode, Sarah is here to have fun. (laughs) (laughs) This also, can we talk about how big in the the first three episodes, really, Miss J has been such a big presence. Super featured. All the teachers. There's a strange vibe to me that they're trying to reintroduce him to the audience. Yeah. Because he says... With me, Miss J, there's always a reason and a method to my madness. And I'm like, we know who you are. Yeah. I have a theory about that conspiracy theory. Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. Last season, we barely saw any walking teachers. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, a we should rectify that. People liked it. Like, that was a popular thing that this show did that we eliminated. I wonder if there was some, like, new producer who was like, no smoking. We don't want that anymore. And also we need to have Miss J as a bigger presence because people like Miss J and Miss J can actually teach some stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder. But it does, Hannah, the amount of times we're seeing Miss J reminds me of Twiggy's first cycle where Twiggy was doing all the teaches and stuff. Yeah. yeah. But that was because we needed to get to know Twiggy uh, before Victoria murders her. <laughs> and this this walking twist, not a bad twist. This has 
realistic implications. Yeah. Low-key, my favorite part of this, though, the uh, the challenge is that the girls are all going to walk in straight jackets. And the best part about this is that Miss J introduces them <laughs> going, girls, these are straight jackets. <laughs> like, it's a full introduction. Aren't they gorgeous? <laughs> I love that Kimberly's like, I knew they wouldn't be cotton, but I didn't expect them to be this rough. She had a real <laughs> journey. spectrum of the fabric that she thought these were going to be made out of. You know who didn't have a problem with this? Heather. I thought her walk was pretty good. He reads her. You know what? There are no nightmare walks this season. No. There really aren't. There really aren't. I, I very specifically, I liked Jenna's a lot. This is when I'm like, oh, I'm starting to like, this episode is when I get Jenna. Sure. Mm. Like, because we know a lot of people have told us Jenna is one of their favorites. And the picture and the walk this episode, I was like, I'm starting to get it. Yeah. Starting to feel it. I thought Janet had a great, sexy walk. Yes. And Mm -hmm. always does it too, in every situation. And Miss J says it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite of the many things Miss J randomly shouts at these (laughs) uh, folks is, good gate, good gate. Victoria doesn't understand how she can be in an Ivy League school, but also be bad at modeling, which doesn't seem like it would be that hard to understand. Yeah. But hey. I want to give, I also found that weird, but I'm trying to give her a little bit of credit that what she's trying to express is that I've accomplished a lot of difficult things in something like walking that should theoretically be easy. I don't mm-hmm. understand why I can't learn how to do it. I'm used to being good at things. I th- and this is great. I think her problem is she's not as articulate as she thinks sometimes. So what she says doesn't always translate what she means to say. Maybe. And perhaps it's because she's talking to, like, the people she surrounds herself normally get it. Like, yeah. she has, like, that sh- shorthand kind of thing. But there are weird things, like the west of Chicago. Like, that's accurate. But, like, that's the very strange way of saying that. She just truly has a uncommon way of expressing herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is... is charming sometimes Mm -hmm. and other times it's just odd yeah which is kind of to be fair that's also what victoria is on the show to me so far is like sometimes charming sometimes just an oddball yeah (laughs) yeah um salisha starts a whole journey of letting us know that she's been a model for a while and that's interesting because i didn't remember that she said stuff like this and knowing that part of the controversy of her her time on this show was that she had some people said had too much actual experience and should have been disqualified. Yeah. It's interesting that we're actually getting her talking about it kind of a lot because it doesn't look like they were trying to keep that secret. So the show wasn't worried about that. There, This conversation on the bed gets very weird. It's all over the place. It's very hard to track. It is. Because Salisha's is talking about how she's been basically constantly working as a model since she was 15. Right. Print, runway. We've seen her on the show. Kimberly's like, well, that's intimidating because you have a lot of experience and I have none. And then Salisha's like, well, yeah, I've taken a lot of photos, but the photographers don't talk to you. What? Yes, they do. Negating her own experience, but then starting to yell that she's here to win and she probably will. But stands up on the bed. Stands up on the bed while someone else, Sarah, is on it, which was so (laughs) rude, too. So we get just Bianca over Salisha. And it fully feels like Salisha started this fight and Bianca's just not one to be trifled with. I think that's exactly what it is. Mm. Bianca saw Salisha trying to be the big dog in the house and was like, no, no, no. Like, 
this ain't gonna fly. We get so many cutaways to Ebony, Ambrielle, and Lisa <gasps> oh. just being like, what is happening? Ebony laughing is my favorite cutaway. It's so funny. <laughs> Ambrielle sipping sangria and eating rice. Like, and then almost looking at the camera like, can you believe this is happening? It kind of, it almost feels like she was gonna have a cycle one Ebony moment of like, yes. what's this now? <laughs> and that, okay, there's some choice things that are said in this fight. Bianca said, my head is big. You look like a brat stall. Oh, I love the brat stall call out. Also, somewhere Carrie's like, didn't work out for yeah. Carrie. Bianca also, <laughs> this was not the best look. She calls Alicia borderline plus size. Okay, I have to have a moment for this. I have to have a moment for this. Because captions misspelled this in the funniest <laughs> way. <laughs> because borderline, they spelled like the border of a country. <laughs> Instead of like B-O-R-D-E-R. It was B. O-A-R-D. No, <laughs> like someone who lives, lives in your house. That's still the border of a country. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's someone that lives in your house. Lives in a boarding house. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. And it was the funniest misspelling to me because I was just like, captions, come on. This is a famous quote from the show. Tai Tai Baby Productions. Tai Tai Baby. I love also the back and forth of, honestly, I don't feel like you're my competition. And I don't think you're my co- Like, we get it. And then we get the famous outline. Check your thighs out in the mirror and I'm done. Oh! There is a certain type of person who ends a fight by saying, and I'm done. And Bianca is the poster child for those people. And then Sarah, in a talking head, explains to the audience how stress works. She's an adult. I wonder. She's like, I don't think they were fighting because they hate each other. I just think it's stressful and the competition's getting to them. Was Celicia a smoker? Oh. Oh, that could explain a lot, actually. Oh, that's oh, that's one of our best conspiracy theories that we've ever done. This whole rest of the cycle, we should just try to pick out smokers. Smoker. Smokers watch? Yeah. Bianca gives me another saying for my burgeoning sampler business. I don't need to fight you to hurt you. Oh! <gasps> you gotta admit, she's a quote machine. She yes, then, she is. She then, in a talking head, says the word bitches about a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> bitches, bitches, bitches. Bitches be doing this. Bitches be doing that. I'm gonna start cutting up their clothes. She says, like, I'm not above cutting up their clothes, which is also a more interesting way to express that. <laughs> Tyra Mail, you survived the madhouse, and now you're bound to be a success. Uh, what? Whoa. Are we getting brains? <laughs> makeovers? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I wish they did get guess makeovers after every t- Like, hey, guys, I'm pretty sure it's the second episode. Are we getting our makeovers? <laughs> no, that clearly means... We're getting Roy Campbell. They head to the California Department of Transit building. (laughs) Roy Campbell says something so shady about the show. He says, you might remember me from that infamous prom fashion show. I'm like, oh, Roy Campbell didn't like that either. And then Roy Campbell is introducing our guest judge, an important person for this challenge, by mispronouncing her name. Thank you. Thank you. He all but said Colin Quinn. He said oh. Colleen. Colleen. Colleen Quinn. I have a I have a good friend, Colleen. Pronounced huh? like, like a, Colleen. Like a person. <laughs> and I've heard other people pronounce it Colleen before. No, she has to Colleen Quinn has to come on and immediately reintroduce herself. And says it correctly. And then Roy Campbell says it correctly after that. <laughs> well, not every time though. Not every time. Uh. 
Heather knows references. Yeah. Yeah. Heather knew the reference. So this is a great g- competition and a great prize. Yeah, it because is. this is a real fashion show. It's couture. And uh, she is debuting in Paris and is going to invite the winner to model in that debut show. It also feels like kind of a lovely moment for her. And all the contestants are really like, yay, when she hear, they hear she's debuting in Paris. They seem like excited for her. And then Roy Campbell ruins it. I don't think he's fully responsible for this. I don't think he wrote this fashion show. I think, based on Colleen's critiques later, that she wrote these yeah, captions. Yeah, yeah. The challenge is to show what she envisioned this outfit to be. Can we talk about a brief cameo? And I wish we had gotten <gasps> to see more of this character. Because he doesn't get a tie on, but the man backstage who is like either the runway coordinator or designing the hair and makeup is like a Fred Armisen character wearing the tiniest sunglasses. And I really wish that we had spent more time with him. Do you want to know another guest we had? And I confirmed this. <gasps> who? Mm-hmm. Less a conspiracy theory and more a proven X-Files episode. <laughs> we see Mila in the group of girls walking the fashion show. Oh! Reddit posted a very clear screenshot of this. And people are like, well, maybe because this was a very public fashion show yeah. to avoid spoilers, Mila had to walk in it. So Mila just, that positivity turned that negative <laughs> into a fashion show. <laughs> Oh, which is so funny because we've seen Celicia in another fashion show she wasn't supposed to be in on this show. So girls are just in fashion shows whenever now. Why did they have Benny Ninja on a previous episode and not here teaching the girls how to use fans? fan work Thank is you. garbage. And we all, listeners at home, we all have Warp Inc. branded fans that I mm-hmm. crafted the brand onto. Yes, and correct. And we all know how to use a fan, not these women. And they, they well, I'm going to give it to Ambriel. I think Ambriel was the best of the fanography. She makes a real big choice with it, though. But she makes a choice, Alex. Sure, sure. She does something with it. Some people literally are trying to get rid of it. Also, some just don't have it. It basically is, if you have a less constrictive garment... You have a fan. You have a fan. But if you have something where you have to take off a jacket or whatever, which this makes sense, you don't (laughs) get a fan. Are we going to go over what he says for I wrote down all of them. Okay, good, good, good. First up is Ambriel... This dress was inspired by violets. Handmade pom-poms create a -a one-of-a-kind design. It looks like it was designed by Amy Sedaris on At Home with Amy Sedaris. (laughs) Also, all of these dresses could have used a good steaming. Yes! Mm -hmm. Maybe that's what the man... This is why he didn't get a Tyron. He was in charge of steaming. Mm. Bianca. This is my favorite. (laughs) This strapless is like the blue fin of fish in the sea. Each movement creates movement jenna imagine molten metal poured over your body and there you have this curvaceous gown i would really rather not imagine molten metal poured over my body yes that was the first famous game of thrones death yes yeah also jenna's outfit is so implausible to walk in and also just has a random hole yeah like her arm is supposed to go through it or something i don't know and as she says, it has a front train and a back train. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a whole choo-choo. <laughs> Heather, you know the bird of paradise flower? Handmade flowers in petal and silk create a 3D design that will blow your mind. 
Her dress is also very hard, I think. The two of them got the hardest. We skipped one, <gasps> and I don't remember who oh, it is. Oh, I know. Victoria. This is a waterfall, and it flows oh so majestically. Ebony. It's the purity of gold. <laughs> you forgot. Colleen Quinn calls this the Empress dress. Colleen wrote these. <laughs> Colleen is the type of person who writes her own Wikipedia page, though, too, to be fair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get that. I get that. Sure, 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 sure. Sarah, they said nothing. That was the one dress well, didn't say a word why. about. Well, why. Because we had to have the non-drama of Ebony and Sarah because they're in two of the bigger things. Mm-hmm. Shoulder checking each other. But Sarah and Ebony are not going to let the show make them fight about this because they just accidentally bumped each other. No, they're both wearing giant robe jackets. Also, Ebony has a good walk. Yes. She does. I would say Sarah actually has a pretty good one, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Celicia, you know the saying, float like a butterfly and sting like a bee? Oh, this one. We went back to nature. Oh, my God. It doesn't Did end like it starts. <laughs> <laughs> also, th- th- she does not know what to do with this fan. No. Lisa. Mm-hmm. This gown is almost like a mermaid. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite one. Because also, here's how it's said. This gown is almost like a mermaid. It's the pause. <laughs> it's so great. And then who's next? Is this Kimberly? Yes. Kimberly. Kimberly had a weird one. Yeah. Well. And honestly, this, this description is pretty accurate. This tiered gown moves as you move. Inspired by the earth itself, from which everything has sprung. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it does move as she moves, almost in opposition to her moving, I'm going to yep. say. <laughs> Janet. Here the forest is, in all its glory, with green feathers and leaves. Also, this is the ugliest one, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's she such has- an ugly color combination she i think is my favorite walk and fan use she's definitely my favorite walk and they don't talk about her at all it's she has had a good walk now twice straight jacket and this i i still like what ambriel did with the fan but uh, she she did a very good job with her fan too i also just a question about the styling generally all of these girls are given giant round hair pieces Mm -hmm. why do none of them match the color of their natural hair i don't know couldn't tell you it was very distracting. Yes, were, it was. And part of me thinks it's because this is, again, like a real fashion show, so they weren't specifically prepared for these models and their hair color. Maybe. But it also just, the, the lack of steaming on the gowns. And that issue that you just pointed out makes me think that, like, did they not really have time for this? Also, Roy Campbell, take the hint. Colleen does not want you to touch her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He keeps grabbing on her and she literally has to push him away. Mm-hmm. But the the reason that I think Colleen wrote the captions for her own show... Is her critiques? Two, yes, two of the critiques. <laughs> One, when she acknowledges that Jenna had the most difficult outfit is, I give you applause for this. <laughs> Which is... Just I applaud a, you. A crazy way to say something super normal. <laughs> and also, did she? I don't remember her applauding afterwards. No. No, she just gave it to her. Oh, it's a verbal applause. Yes. The next time any of you do something applause-worthy, I'm just going to sit here and go, clap, clap. Applause. Clap, I give clap, you, clap. I give you applause. Ovation. And also to one girl, I, I did not write down who, the soul was a little bit empty. 
I think that was Kimberly. Mm. I also found the show's now continued bad treatment of Ebony. When Roy Campbell is like, it kind of looked like you pushed Sarah on purpose. And I really didn't like that. And Ebony, at least they let, let her have a talking ever. She's like, I can't believe they said that. That wasn't at all what happened. No. And it did not look like it at all either. It was no. a full accident. Yes. Also, Sarah didn't care. So the winner is Celicia, who got not very good feedback from Colleen. It was so odd that she won this. It was. It made very little sense. And I'll, I'll say that Celicia probably has one of the better walks. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. I think it's in the top half, maybe, if I'm being generous. Sure. Yeah, top four or five, yeah. But there are just better winners for this. Yeah. It was almost like, hey, make sure you all have your passports ready. Only Celicia got that note. <laughs> like, it's so strange that they... Yeah. Especially because several of our notably good walkers get no feedback whatsoever. No feedback. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. didn't get good feedback. Anyways, Tyra Mayo, you want to be on top? It's time to learn the ropes of high fashion. And Jenna is very excited because anytime that ropes and dangling are involved, <laughs> Jenna is here for it. Yeah. Ropes and dangling. She loves dangling. to dangle. <laughs> Who doesn't love a good dangle? She loves a dongle. <laughs> can I dangle my dongle? You sure can, you little dingling. <laughs> So they're going to do high fashion rock climbing with photographer Matthew Jordan Smith. They might as well be back on that cruise ship. I can't, I guess this proves that they aren't on the cruise ship, but man, it feels, I can't believe we saw rock climbing in two different episodes now. What are these terrible Tyra photos that we see from Matthew Jordan Smith? They're just old, I feel like. Me? They're what dated. are these high fashion outfits? <laughs> And why do so many of them involve leggings? And bicycle shorts. Okay, I want to say one thing about this overall photo shoot before the fashion and all that. This for me, collectively, end resultedly, I think is one of their most successful photo shoots. I would agree with that. There are a lot of really good pictures here. Especially this early in the competition. Mm -hmm. Yes, there's a lot of really good photos. And also there's the poses are quite varied. I don't. I think that means that Matthew Jordan Smith is an amazing photographer because I don't think the elements individually should have led up to this success. No. The makeup's bizarre. This is just a very game group of contestants also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if you well, think they- back to heights and dangling challenges in the past. A little yeah. wiggly leg Katie. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, even Lisa says that she's afraid of heights, but she's just not going to tell anyone because she doesn't want that to be seen as a weakness. And you know what? It fully works out for her. Yep. We skimmed over Mr. J saying, so this is our new crop of girls. What do you think? They're kind of hot. Everybody's uncomfortable here. <laughs> we meet Anda and Misha. Oh, I have and- Anda and Masha. Oh, I did. It's just smudged. Anda oh. and Masha. <laughs> the wardrobe stylist. I also love that Sutan is letting the hair flow. It's very long right yeah. now. Salisha mm-hmm. says a statement that is a factual lie, which is that none of these girls have done a photo shoot before. Ho, they literally all did a photo shoot last week. <laughs> Everyone has done a photo shoot. Alexander, you know, what I, I, I love a good Salisha uh, says something stupid moment, but okay. she meant that. 
she's been modeling a lot more. It is shady editing that she says, and I think she says some of these girls have never been on a photo shoot, but she says some of these girls have never been on a photo shoot and I have. So I have this experience, blah, blah, blah. And then they show her failing to get on the rock climbing wall while she says that. And it is the shadiest edit and I love it. The hair... The makeup and the fashion are not created equal for all the contestants. And we'll talk about it more when we get to the specific photos. I actually really like some of the makeup. Uh Uh-huh. It's just so hit or miss. Yes. And as far as the fashion, some is workable. Sure. That's a word to describe it. Uh Uh-huh. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say that... As long as there was something that flowed, it was workable enough. Yes. Yeah. And I do think there are probably safety considerations where you do need something to go underneath the harness Mm -hmm. that's not going to tear these women in two. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What what a graphic way to describe that. I love it. (laughs) My favorite moment involving Celicia so far on this show comes when Mr. J goes, Celicia? Are you thinking art? <laughs> Which is my new favorite question to ask people. <laughs> and then they asked Victoria what she was thinking. And she says she felt like a nymph on acid scaling a wall in the sunshine. And this is what I mean about maybe you don't express yourself as well as perhaps you wish you could. But see, this is a moment for me where Mr. J treats her like she's really weird when she says that. But I'm also like, well, what is she supposed to feel like? I mean, agreed. But it was just like a, huh? The show, and it not even the show, not like the production and the post-production. I don't think it's that. I think for some reason, Mr. J and the panel have just decided they hate Victoria. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know what she, I don't know what she did. Kimberly says an insane statement. Some girls can be fierce. Some girls can be mysterious, but I'm just normal. And I want to be a good role model to the girls that do have a normal life. <laughs> I love that her, her deal, her narrative is she wants to be a role model for average people. <laughs> her narrative is discovering that she has no narrative. <laughs> it's so great. It's what? so weirdly honest. <laughs> the first part of it, though, sounds like a Tyra male. <laughs> <laughs> And Miss J, Miss J, Mr. J has decided that most of these girls' problems is that they're overthinking and tells them not to self-analyze what they're doing on a frame-by-frame basis, which feels like terrible advice. Feels like really this bad early advice. In the competition. Feels like that's what you're supposed to do as a model. Especially a beginner model. Yeah. Tyra Bale is next to an empty wine glass. <laughs> we didn't want to clean up before we put the tire mill out. They're all drinking now that they can't smoke. <laughs> I mean. So there's the conversation between Heather, Celicia, and um, Bianca, where Heather says a very sweet thing that she just hates elimination because she likes all the girls and she doesn't want to see one of her new friends leave. She also, very soon after, calls her runway her walkway. Her walkway. Which I've never caused. Because you aren't running, to be fair, unless you're in in Barcelona. She's correcting. She's course correcting. Mm -hmm. Literally, the course that is the runway, she's correcting it to walkway. It's so wiggly. Bianca says, I think Heather is going to go far, which is nice. But then finishes the sentence with, and I'm going to have to stop her before she gets there. Survivor. Bianca! Oh, my God. (laughs) 
the, it, that's so funny because the post team could have even edited out the second half of the sentence and they didn't give you the courtesy of it. It really feels like Bianca thinks she could get rid of more than one person per episode somehow. I also, Bianca's in charge of getting rid of them, which to be fair, this, the first two episodes, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Alexander, she's not been proven not to have that power. Sure. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline panel we get the tyra photo which is kind of what the brief is yes it kind of is kind of i don't love a ponytail tug tyra also it her torso seems suspicious (laughs) there's a suspiciousness about her torso alexander do you think that torso has committed a heist (gasps) well the heist was her other leg is missing (laughs) Think that that torso stole jewels from a morgue safe. <gasps> also, her look. Can you panel. imagine the folks that haven't read Jay Manuel's book nor <laughs> listened to our episodes and are like, "What was that morgue safe joke?" <laughs> the people are gonna like are gonna DM Hannah, and be like, "Hannah, are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my mind has purged that book from my memory, and there was a split second where it's like, "Huh," and I was like, "Oh, never mind." Uh, oh, uh, in, in another week, I don't know if I'll have one brain cell left dedicated to that book <laughs> what what is the pattern of this outfit tyra went <laughs> casual with this outfit <laughs> this slip-on dress i don't like hated it just was seems a, really it, inappropriate dress? i thought it was a top and a skirt no the, the cut is so weird there are still so many freaking necklaces on these girls <laughs> why do none of them understand that this is not a necklace season okay this is an america's next top necklace race <laughs> why is it a race hannah <laughs> a walk it's a walk it's a walkway did the panel room change because i don't remember the plethora of chandeliers i did not either yeah this was an, a late edition they didn't have them for the first episode for some reason and i do not like it I do not like the chandeliers. They've had a lot of chandeliers in panel rooms, though. They, I think maybe the ceilings are always so high they feel the need. Maybe. I, this really just feels like we're delaying as long as possible to talk about Tyra's wacky accent. <laughs> There's never been a more free of context Tyra accent given. Miss J, avec le afro. <laughs> By the way, have they told them yet that the afro is going to get... No. An inch bigger yet every uh-huh. girl that's eliminated. Cool, 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 cool. Seems like a thing to explain first episode, but whatever. Especially when you call it out. She calls out her own wacky accent by saying, why are we talking like we are in French? <laughs> she also doesn't do it for Roy Campbell, but then slips back into it afterwards. And then says, I've 
at the end of this sentence, I will stop. I guess not. I'll keep speaking in it until I call the girls. Like, she can't get... She's trapped in this accent. <laughs> Lisa's reaction to all of this is fantastic. Lisa <laughs> is like, what? <laughs> like, Lisa's looking around at other girls. She's like, what? Lisa, Lisa's afraid she is about to pass out. She has low blood sugar. <laughs> she is imagining this. And then Tyra says... This week, you learned all about restrictions. <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> is that what you learned about this week? Uh, this episode is sponsored by ExtremeRestraints.com. Get your harness today. <laughs> I guess technically they did because they like they more learned about runways with special obstacles to them. Yeah. But also just walking. Right. I also don't feel like the photo shoot itself was all about, like, restrictions. It actually felt like, based on pretty the end free. results, they were pretty free. <laughs> they, didn't even, they didn't even have the restriction of the ground. And then they should have been more free in a lot of cases. <laughs> mm. Interesting. Heather is first, and she informs the panel, once again, that a she did some research, and she found out that eye contact is a problem with people that have autism. Tyra says this. Yes, Tyra says this. She's done the research. Oh, although I love the idea that Heather did the research. She's like, you know what? I really started to finally research this. And then praises her for eye contact in a picture in which she is looking at nothing. How do you make eye contact so well with the person who isn't there? So at least out of this, we get the interesting fact that Heather is also a visual artist. I loved that. I loved seeing her drawings and I loved the way she talked about her art. She, she talks about how she always starts with the eyes. And in fact, if the eyes don't turn out well, if they don't, you know, have soul behind them, essentially, that she scraps the whole thing. Really good, too. Yeah, she's pretty mm -hmm. good. Yeah. And I forgot that. I totally forgot this thing about Heather, that she was Me an too. artist like that. But yeah, I don't like this weekly. Tyra wants Heather to be this monolith for all of autism. It's <sighs> getting old already. The picture. I do quite like the photo. It's because of the styling, a little superhero-y. Very superhero. It's the mask eyes, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know what's funny is without the makeup, I actually think it's one of the better outfits yeah. for this shoot, too. It feels very athleisure-y. Like, yeah. there's, like, an athleticness to the Exactly. Outfit. It feels like an athleisure outfit they added a skirt and heels to, which I think is appropriate for this. But I think her, I think her body is pretty good, and I think her face is great. Her face? Her profile. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The hair is wild. The mm -hmm. styling of the hair is wild. <laughs> Janet is next. She, when they asked her what she was wearing in the photo, she knew that it was Dolce & Gabbana. Instantly, and so casually said it, too. You know what it I mean? It really felt like a moment where Tyra thought she was going to catch a girl out. Mm-hmm. And then Janet had the answer. Because I have a feeling Janet's going to have it. This is an odd photo in a couple of ways. I feel like the face doesn't look like Janet's face. And I also find the face very androgynous. Uh-huh. And I love the way her one arm is wrapped around the rope. But really, and her legs are crossed and the dress is out, but her left arm that's on the rock isn't my favorite. No, but Tyra tries to say, like, she doesn't know what she's doing. And I hard disagree. No, she definitely chose this pose purposely. I just it think it showcases the dress. In like, it, most of the body is great. The face is just not doing it for me, though. 
it's not the worst face, but it's not the best. Face. I kind of dig it. I I do think she got poor makeup. Oh, mm. yeah. I think maybe if you threw lipstick on it, you'd feel a little better about it. Maybe. And, and to be clear, I don't mind an androgynous look. I no. just don't know that necessarily that's what they were going. This outfit. I, I don't think yeah. the top of half of her head matches the rest of her face and body. Mm. No. Mm. But I do think she's doing a good job modeling. And the arm in the ropes is so The gorgeous. arm in the rope is great. I, I mm-hmm. find that adorable. I love that. I love the cross legs on the rock too. Yeah, there's an easy yeah. I think that's why you, the hand on the rock is so bad. Is because it's so tense compared to everything else. Because everything else looks so effortless. Yeah. But she also couldn't have got this shot, I don't think, without that hand. Yeah. Uh, Ebony is next. Ebony got the worst styling. Oh, my God. Talk about losing out on the outfit sweepstakes. <sighs> There's nothing to play around with here. Oh, you know what it looks like? Do you remember those Barbie cakes? Those Barbie oh birthday God, cakes? Yes. Oh, sure. You, you just stuck a Barbie in, and then the cake was the dress. And then you're like, oh, this is a shitty outfit at the end of it. That's what this outfit is. I love her legs. And why did they give her less hair to work with? Yeah. I love her legs. I actually think of all of them, this might be the most classic what you would think the rock climbing fashion would be and i'm not saying that as a critique i'm just saying we get a lot of very unique poses and i think this is the most like what your mind would immediately jump to if you heard high fashion rock climbing her legs look about three miles long her legs are her legs they give no punching on her face though She's the only person they don't do a punch in. Weird. I'm looking at it. I think her face looks pretty great. It's kind of, it's got an interesting emotion behind it. I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they keep doing Ebony really dirty in a lot. Of yeah, this. they just don't want they for whatever reason they just don't want to give her a win. Kimberly is next. Twiggy says a real shitty thing. Yeah, <laughs> she says this isn't a good photograph. You can tell this isn't a good photograph, right? In this real shitty, patronizing way. Also, uh-huh. also, she says, and I don't agree with this, that it looks like Kimberly smashed into the rock. I don't see that. I think the upper half of this photo is pretty good. I'm not in love with her eyes. I feel like there's some... There's a sleepiness to it. There, yeah, that doesn't work for me. I just think she made herself look so squat. She does make herself look very small, unfortunately. Part of it's also the cropping, though, because they crop out her left hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's much closer up than a lot of the other ones also. Yeah. It's giving me a little brunette Taylor Swift, though. Oh. I see it. Yeah. Which is such a shame because she doesn't stay, stay, stay. Right. (laughs) I do. I just like seeing. Y'all like that really old Taylor Swift reference? (laughs) (laughs) I do like seeing her face like this. I do think this is the most she's looked like a model. Agreed. What is this garbage bag they've put on her top? I don't know. I don't know. It's not a great photo, though. It's not no. great. Chantal is next. This outfit. <laughs> raggedy caftan? In this photograph. It's not even a caftan. That is a poncho. <laughs> that is a tablecloth turned into a poncho. Yeah. It's a very, in a, a like a a wacky hippie fortune teller's table. Well, paradoxically, she got some of the best makeup. Yeah. Yeah. The pose, especially with that one claw hand, looks like <laughs> you were rock climbing, Chantal popped down and is going to slash you in the throat <laughs> and then the pop her right back up. She's the rock climbing demon. Yep. <laughs> and I don't hate it, but wow, this is, I, I appreciate that she really went for something. Yes. And I think her legs are in a really fun position, especially with the shoes she was given. 
I just think the one hand turned facing out is yeah. so weird. It's so weird. And they don't mention it. No. Of all the things in this photo, they don't mention this creepy She's hand. She's about to catch a baseball. <laughs> I got to get this for my son. Plop. <laughs> all right. Bye. It really does look like her rib's about to just pull her back up. Sarah is next. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before oh. before we move on, we have to get to the panel being shitty about Renee, who is no longer there. Wow. By Tyra telling Chantal, you're a more modely current version of Last Cycle's Renee. A more high fashion version. You mean top three and should have been in the top two, Renee? Why are you doing this to this woman who is no longer on your television program? The- Someone who you yourself in the first episode of this cycle edited her in instead of the actual runner up. Yeah. I truly wonder if this was the reason, like, because they knew in the edit of the show they were going to mention her. Maybe. It was so rude and unnecessary. Sarah's got a pretty good photo. The only thing I don't like about it is the nose flare. Yes. I agree. I love how her right arm is, though, especially because she got this, like, big bracelet leather thing that actually really works with that being the arm with the rope Mm -hmm. and i think um i like the position of her feet as well yeah i think she has the other than the nose the face is kind of cool and interesting it's it's like the smoking one there's like a oldness to her and not like she's an old person but like like a mid-century thing a classicness uh this outfit is garbage so pretty in person she's so gorgeous in the I'm sorry. I was due for a good A&TM crush, okay? Yeah, you were. You're also not wrong. Lisa is next. (gasps) This leg, this leg, this leg. The athleticism in this photo is, like, perfect. I'm going to say it. This is the ad. This is the one that would be the ad. Mm -hmm. If you needed it to be rock climbing, this is amazing to me. Also selling shoes. Yes. Yeah. And the makeup matches the dress. Yep. Really good. It's so good. And it just like hits you as soon as you see it. I don't remember liking Lisa this much, but I am very impressed by her so far. Me too. I think it's because we've watched that music, that Rika Inglacia's music. Video so much. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to get to that. Celicia is next. <laughs> this, you would be angry at this model for what she does to the styling of this dress. I think this is... A rather bad photo. And they praise the shit out of her. They keep so brave. It. So brave. What Hashtag so brave. Photo. What Natasha erasure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Thank you, Alexander. <laughs> we just had a whole cycle where being upside down was the worst thing. <laughs> I think literally, like, the client would be angry if they, if you gave this photo. And it's not like this is all she did. They did pick this photo for her when you cannot see the outfit at all. Her face is nothing either. Well, that's the thing. If you turn this upside down to see her face, it's a very, like, Uh. average thing. I also think that proportion-wise, her right, her both of her arms look very short. I just don't think this works. I would actually say if you flip it over, her face is even worse. Like, there's a to her face. Like, it's uncomfortable in her nether regions. And I would guess that she actually had better photos than this. Me too, actually. But they were trying to make a point about being free and don't overthink it. Yep. But they like it. 
It's so they, crazy. Yeah. I don't I, understand this one. Bianca's next. I don't like this photo. It's not good. I don't think she's very. It's got it. They it got the Kimberly weird cropping treatment. Yes, because you just lose a shoe. I somewhat like that there is a feeling behind it. I just don't know that the emotion of anger, which she says is what she was thinking. Mm-hmm. She she quote <laughs> knows how to do anger. So she wanted to do that. I don't think it was appropriate for this that was kind of all about freedom and high fashion. I, don't get, I also don't get anger from this photo. I kind of do. I get annoyed. There's something kind of cool in the idea of just sort of like tilting back. If you if you think about like, oh, I'm doing this dangerous thing, but I'm going to be really casual about it. It could have been a cool photo, but there's too much tension in it for it to be quite that. The, yeah. Also, the, above, the hand on top is weird. What is she doing? It kind of looks like she's trying to detangle herself from this and like drop. <laughs> I'm done. Chantal's Chantal's up there and she's going <laughs> to demon murder me and I need to get away real quick. She's going to swoop down at any second. Yeah. Victoria's next. And Twiggy takes it upon herself to say that she looks unusual. To which Victoria responds, oh, what's unusual? She says this very calmly too. Yes. This is not on Victoria. She's like, oh, what's so unusual? And Twiggy is not ready oh i don't quite know oh oh and nor should you what a nothing answer this is the most like lady grantham from downton abbey that twiggy gets just like i'll have a secret and you should not know it either (laughs) (laughs) i don't get this photo though i don't hate this photo I actually quite like this photo. I think she got one of the better outfits for this. She definitely did get one of the better outfits. I feel like, I just don't know what the story is. Mm, sure, I agree. I, I, I'll give you this. I can't tell you what the story of it is. I think because most, even though we have such a variety of poses, most people generally chose fierce as their kind of like feeling for all of them. I just like that Victoria's is a different take on this. It is different. And it does, it's definitely not bad. And it definitely draws you in. Yeah. Her stands out in the crowd of all these photos when we're looking at the website. And there's a cool broken quality. She, ha- You know what this photo is? This is Marjorie. Marjorie would do oh, this. She's definitely got that vibe. But yeah, this, honestly, if she just dropped that shoulder and I could see her whole face, I think I would like it like 80% more. Sure, 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 sure. I agree. And what's great, Hannah, that's a critique that if you were trying to help Victoria <laughs> instead of destroy her like this panel is, they could have given her. Oh, what a, you know what, Hannah? What a good, useful thing that Victoria, our studious academic, would probably learn and remember. <laughs> but instead, they just don't answer her when she asks. An, I, sorry, this whole what's so unusual about me and Twiggy not being able to actually respond. Because she doesn't have an answer is what it is. Twiggy got called out for not having read the book and <laughs> she's being pissy about it. I, 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 Here's the thing too. I think Victoria isn't here to play by the rules of reality television. I agree yeah. with that. Victoria is like, oh, you said something to me that I don't understand, so I'm going to call you out on it she's like the opposite of bianca yeah it's it's also sort of a refreshing change from all the pretty thin white girls who walk in and they're like i'm really unusual to have a pretty thin white girl be like but why am i unusual 
Amen. I think she literally was like, you could have said anything. You could have been like, your face is more ovular than some other people's. And she would have been like, neat. Cool. Can't wait to use my oval face. Like, that would have been it. Ambriel's now. I love Ambriel. She looks so sexy. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Oh, my. The the, Talk about Lisa uh, pleasing the client. Ambriel pleases the client. Mm Mm-hmm. From the shoes to the dress, there's such an easiness to this. I wouldn't change a thing about this photo. Ambriel should be the star of this cycle so far. Yes. And it is bizarre that I don't even know if we've had a talking head since auditions. Like one. There's been like one in an episode. Was she like, she said during the runway that she got excited by the adrenaline. (laughs) To be fair. She's, I mean, her old... She has had the moment of not in front of my salad with her rice bowl and sangria. <laughs> the most important moment. But this is so good. I also love, I also love that in her left hand, the only one that's touching the wall, she's just holding a carabiner. Mm-hmm. And then the other hand is just like, ugh. Uh, and this is a cool outfit. You know what a lot of this shoot is? This is the better version of the Cycle 5 superheroes. Yes. Or the um, Zodiac signs. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I like that photo shoot. (laughs) I hate that photo shoot. I know. All right. Last up is Jenna. And again, I love this photo. I get Jenna after this episode. I get it. So good. good. The way, similar to Janet, the way she's holding this rope, the way it goes (sighs) up her back, her perfect eye contact, the way she uses her, like, slightly open like toothy smile Ugh. the way the rope ra- wraps around the shoe the way she, i just i, I think just she got the best love. styling truthfully she, and the yeah best outfit for sure but she fully makes the most of it it's like alice in wonderland goes rock climbing quality Ooh, to it and yes. then her just like touching the wall yeah it's a little psychedelic it's a little bit romantic it's makeup is gorgeous too it's very much a sea nymph on acid climbing up in the sunshine in the sunshine (laughs) the one critique i have that would make this not the number one photo for me is that a lot of these in my head have now become shoe ads Mm, and this is probably the least showy alfie of the shoe but i want to buy the dress yes that's true that's true there is something dangerous about her photo like she looks both sweet and innocent and also she has an axe that she's gonna kill you will she defeat chantal (gasps) she's our savior from the rock climbing (laughs) demon remember in friday the 13th part 7 where it's tina the psychic (laughs) telekinetic versus jason Voorhees? that's what those two have become in my mind now yep yep i do not remember that and i won't pretend like i do (laughs) love it private panel i like heather Twiggy needed to join the fun accent club. Also, they get on Janet's fucking case in the meanest. Yeah. Because they say, if you saw her in a mall, you (gasps) wouldn't look twice. I think you said it. You hit the nail on the head with the mall thing. But in photographs, she photographs beautifully. Again, feels like a model. (laughs) I feel like that's literally a model. Like you've literally said, like in person, you might not notice her. But then in a photo, fuck y'all. I love that Miss J loves that Victoria, in his words, says she comes for Twiggy each week. Uh, I love that he loves it, too. <laughs> he's no longer friends with Twiglet. Oh, my gosh. It I is also so like funny. that he refers to Chantal as being quite spread all over this picture. <laughs> <laughs> Fully didn't understand what that meant. <laughs> I mean, she is. She, she is. is. 
She is. quadrants, you know. Miss J also says that Kimberly has no nutritional fashion value. Whoop. And what a read. <laughs> and Tyra keeps on this fucking hoochie thing. I don't see it at all. Is it just because, as we noted, she's our one busty girl? I think so. I truly think that's what it is. I think it's because in casting, she wore that vest with no top. And Tyra even says it, and I can't get that image out of my head. And it's like, well, then why did you put her on the show? And then Miss J wills away that demon in Tyra's head. (laughs) And heals Nigel as well, Hmm. apparently. And isn't it so brave that Celicia was able to hang upside down in a harness? So brave. Um, Everyone was in the same setup. I just wanted to... Everyone was literally in something called a safety harness. I'm just going to throw that out there. Roy Campbell also doesn't think Ambrio looks like a model. I really don't get that. I don't get that critique. But if you force her on the public and put her in a lot of shows, people will think she is fabulous. What the fuck does that mean? So we have to gaslight the public? (laughs) If you hire her to be a model, she'll be successful. That sounds like a model. Feels like Ambrio would be on board with that, too. (laughs) And then we end with a weird peekaboo that I was uncomfortable by. Who was the one that Miss J was saying he didn't see it? Was it Victoria? Mm. Yes, I think so. I think yeah, so. he was like, I didn't see it, but you did, Tyra. And he's saying something. He's trying to give Tyra credit, and Tyra yeah. can't let the moment pass without her being like, she goes into her infamous baby voice. It's like, you didn't see it? And then you did. And he's like, mm, I've done so much this cycle for you already, Tyra. Don't do this. <laughs> Call out order. Jenna's first call out. Yeah. Good. Correct. Then Heather. Yeah. I liked Heather's quite a bit. I think it's a little high for me personally. I There were ones I liked better. It's a little high, but I'm not mad about it. Yeah. No, exactly. Then Lisa. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then Chantal. What? <laughs> so high. Then Sarah. Sure. Yeah. And then Ambriel. Once again. How fucking... T- they also screamed... That they loved her photo. I don't understand why they just seemingly forget about her. Then Victoria. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Then Celicia, who I would have put in the bottom. Mm. At yeah. least the bottom half. Yeah. Lower. Lower. Then Janet. There's this weird moment where Janet walks up doing full runway walk, which is always the correct choice uh-huh. in the panel room. And Tyra goes, oh, sexy walk. And Janet responds, I hope it is. Yep. <laughs> and then Ebony. The, the little thing of Ebony coming up and Tyra chastising her for not having confidence and blah, blah, blah. And then Tyra saying, ooh, I felt her trying to like rip it out of my hands. And then Ebony does the cute thing and tries to rip it out of her hand. Commits to the bit. Yep. Tyra hates it though. Oh no, she didn't. But that's what we need. Take it. Believe in yourself. Th- that was the moment that Tyra decided Ebony wasn't going to win though. I don't think no. Tyra liked that at all. I don't think so either. No. Yeah. And I was like, again... Ebony's whole journey is going to be getting such conflicting information all the time. Yeah. Because she tries to take the note. And when she does, she gets punished for it. Uh, Which leaves Bianca and Kimberly in the bottom. Which isn't wrong. No. You stand before me for different reasons. Kimberly, you stand before me because we see this gorgeous girl with some of the most perfect ears for a frame of a face that I have ever seen. But for some reason, we see high fashion in person but we see a pretty girl in photos. And then they look at Bianca. I thought your picture was absolutely stunning this week, but every single one of the other judges didn't like it. So it just goes to show that I'm not the only person on this panel to please. What the fuck? Except I am, because you're in. <laughs> yeah, right. I wish, she'd, I wish she'd truly just ended it like that. <laughs> Kimberly's out. 
she really has one of the saddest send-offs we've seen in a while. She, yeah. it should be noted, is a very pretty crier. Mm. Yeah. She just wanted everyone to be proud of her. When she says oh, that she's embarrassed of her pictures, I was like, no. <sighs> They're not that bad. I, th- I said, be glad you're leaving before the makeovers because they were going to fuck you over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also... They've had some really good, so far, Mila and her have had some really good, like, final things. Because for all of both of them's kind of, like, super positive nature, she goes, yes, I'm in the top 12. I'm also the second girl to leave. Glass half empty. I love it. And also, like (laughs) Mila, they both had sizable rolling suitcases. Hmm. Manageable. They could handle them. Well, they didn't have to unpack all their cigarettes. (laughs) Maybe. They needed manageable amounts. Oh my god, it would be such a power move in this cycle if you went out smoking, like full chain smoking. Into one of the Tyra pictures. How is this show making me root for smoking? I know. Can you imagine? (laughs) Top Model ruins some of the things you're supposed to like and dislike. (laughs) So, get ready, because we have a great update about Kimberly. Kimberly Lehman's, L-E-E-M-A-N-S, and on Instagram, Kimmy a break. Oh, is she Kimmy Schmidt? (laughs) Basically, K-I-M-I-E, a break. She pivoted into acting. And she has been on so many big shows and continues to act, including a five-episode arc in a sci-fi show from 2020. She has been on Law & Order, The Vampire Diaries, Nashville, The Walking Dead, so many other shows, and now five episodes of Spides, which is like Spiders without the R, in 2020. And all of these are like, named character she also has some smaller stuff too but basically she went full actor and she's cut her hair short and blonde and spikes it very much like a a kind of like i'm a i'm kind of an indie actor kind of person but i still get the work and she has a youtube link on her instagram to an interview she did in january of this year about some short film for some film festival where she's being interviewed um she also and this is on her imdb profile that has quite a long bio about her um we find out that she's also an animal activist and has been a vegetarian for many years oh so she honestly looking at all the people who stayed in modeling or acting is one of our more successful people she's like a cassandra cycle five person who just like got into acting and keeps getting the work and what's so funny though is still one of her first photos on her imdb profile is her top model full body shot (laughs) can't escape it you'll never escape it i love that hair on her yeah really makes her eyes pop i like it so Kimberly won life. Yeah, full Cassandra, really. Kimberly, I liked her time on the show fine. She, to me, is one of the more forgettable second eliminees. Yeah, I just, she didn't really bring anything to the show. Yeah, I know, it's just like, happy for her. Yeah. Well, that's a real good for you. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, that's the thing, is I think even she presented that she didn't really have a narrative Mm-mm. that she was like she said wanted to be a role a normal model for, girl. for normal for just the average <laughs> real, girl real norm core energy yeah very much very much that i'm very impressed and almost like i would say even though i, I don't want to sound patronizing i'm like proud of her for having such a fantastic career yeah. doing this afterwards because 
seems like she had a good attitude about things and that's really worked out for her career-wise. I'm fascinated to go back and find her character of Crystal on The Walking Dead. Oh. I've watched most of that show. Again, huh. she has named characters on these things. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I'm just glad that she seems to be doing fantastic. And if you think we're doing fantastic, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Put little five stars, say what you like about us, and uh, tell your friends. Yeah, I love hearing about new people who continue to find the show via word of mouth or um, Reddit or something else. And so we get new listeners all the time. And if you want to be a listener who supports us, you can do so by going to anchor.fm slash podleadum and you can become a monthly donor. Again, we don't plan on ever really doing anything behind a paywall. So you're going to get the free content one way Mm -hmm. or the other because we just like doing the show. But you know what I mean? If you if you want to support us for the emotional labor we went through reading Jay Manuel's book. <laughs> and just as a reminder, if you haven't checked him out yet, we should have by now released both parts one and two of our bonus episode about Jay Manuel's book, The Meltdown, which is very exciting. We talk about the top 20 most bizarre things from that book and dialing it down to 20 was a challenge. Yeah. And, you know, if you can't leave a review on... Uh iTunes, which is usually the easiest way to review. Uh, people have reached out to us at podleadum.com and send us um, emails that are really sweet. And also, I just want to say, I don't want to, like, I, I'm not going to use specifics, but we get some emails that our podcast has helped some folks through some, like, rougher times that they've been dealing with, quarantine-wise or otherwise. Life-wise. And, uh, yeah, life-wise. And I just want to say, we read every single email um, yeah. Alexander uh, replies to them and like it's very sweet we talk about all the time how doing this podcast is so much fun for us but also like the fact that we've reached people is just uh, ugh, it like makes me tear up just thinking about it so thank you also you can totally be like Mila and just be like man positive I don't have a bad thing going on in my life and I still like your podcast yay <laughs> You can also find me anywhere at Get Charming. Keep reaching out to me on Instagram at Hannah Jean Ginsburg. And I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag PodLeadum so that we can see it because that makes our day even brighter. So for PodLeadum, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jean Ginsburg. And I'm JW Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podleadum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10 by 10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. 